been able to be more independent in myself and taking these day trips, seeing different places, better my mental health because I'm able to see where my hard work is going. I can go where I want now because I have more transportation. And as, as a work-wise, it's allowed me to be a better worker because I'm able to relax more, able to have more places to go out. Mental health is better. And I'm a better worker. I've been able to help more people. I'm just thankful to Green Path for giving me that chance for more financial liability. Welcome to Real Stories, Journeys of Financial Wellness. I'm your host, Crystal Ugazima. In today's episode, I sit down with Khalil. Like many people, he was excited to get his first credit card. But not knowing how they worked, he soon found himself in over his head. Eventually, with the help of an innovative program at his college, he learned more about credit and vowed to do things differently in the future. After his career path connected him with the credit union and Greenpath, he helped others in his community get access to transportation. Khalil eventually partnered with Greenpath to improve his credit and pay down his debt. Doing so helped him purchase his first vehicle, which opened up a new world of possibilities. Let's meet Khalil. Khalil, welcome to Real Stories. So glad you could join us here today. And before we dive into your experience getting out of debt, putting yourself in a position uh, to reach some of your your financial goals, um, I wanted to to look back at your experience growing up when it came uh, to money. What was that like? Definitely. So for me, uh, being honest, uh, growing up in the rural Mississippi uh, and Compared to now, my place in Memphis being a city that's known for cultural and activities, it was definitely a different story. Uh, back growing up, fun for me was uh, cow tipping, uh, going on walks, catching fireflies, and having one strong Walmart that's kind of everything from a social gathering place, food, and activities. So all that to say, I didn't have much exposure to activities that will warrant you needing a lot of money to go like amusement parks and stuff like that. So I was ignorant for a good long while. I would wake up, never really wonder how the food got on the table or how I got new clothes or new shoes. Just knowing it, it appeared. It was great. But as I got older, being the son of a single mother and um, with me, my brother and sister, like around my teenage years, I was more exposed to, okay, my mom was giving me an opportunity to learn how to do bills, plan for bills, pay for bills, how to budget. And I got exposed to, okay, my mom is a super mom for how she's kept me alive and fed these past 10 plus years. And as I got older and in high school, they exposed us to uh, literacy classes. And I found out that, okay, uh, when I get older, if I want my Ford F-150, a mansion, and a spaceship, I have to plan. And I have to get better with that. As I got older and um, graduated high school, 
I was exposed into, okay, I have to make some adult decisions. Do I go to college? Do I not? How do I pay for it? And rural Mississippi, I didn't have as much tools as I have now living in a city. And as a teenager, I definitely wasn't as focused to go out and find those tools that could have been available near me. So that led to me graduating high school and getting multiple mounds of mail. Okay, you've been improved $5,000. You've been improved for $100. And all I'm thinking is, I got approved for some money and it didn't say I got to pay it back. So I sadly got about four or five credit cards and I used them, had a great time with friends, got my mom's stuff. I felt like a whole adult. And then a month later, I got a letter saying, okay, you owe us or we will hurt your credit. So I'm thinking to myself, what's credit? Um, how they're going to hurt me? And should I be afraid? And despite me getting into college and learning more about literacy and getting exposed through groups, finding mentors, I still had that mark on me for those credit cards back when I graduated high school. Definitely that road from ignorance to being able to plunge into, okay, I have some money. I can go with my friends. I could pay back my mom for all she's done for me with some cool items and some trips. And then to reality of, okay, I'm about to go to college. I have this debt now more. I learned more in college about, and now as an adult, a road to recovery and trying to prosper mistakes when I'm younger. Yeah, yeah. And so, so you referenced that, that when you were in college, um, you started to to learn more through classes, mentors, and, and, and so forth. What were some of the key lessons that stuck with you during that process? Oh, definitely, Chris. So I was lucky that uh, with me being coming from my socioeconomic background, I was introduced and recruited into TRIO, which was uh, great for me in college. It allowed me access to a collegiate loan, my whole four years in college mentor, uh, Mrs. Ballantyne, and TRIO's mission was retention. So they would have weekly options for workshops where I can learn from a financial advisor they hired and brought in from in the city. Uh, real life scenarios where if you got your paycheck, how do you budget? How do you plan? How do you prepare yourself to not spend everything and be without for the next two weeks? And it helped me expose me to a lot of literacy, knowledge, mentorship, and just access to better literacy on financing. I love to hear that story because, you know, I, over the years, um, I, I was a financial counselor at Greenpath at the beginning of my career. And then I spent a number of years giving presentations to different community groups. And so one of the programs um, I gave to a college out in New Jersey was for their TRIO program. And it was funny, right? Because I would catch people when they were still sophomores in college. And they were sucking up the information, of course. They were very interested in it. And yet, part of it is like I was disconnected because they hadn't yet gotten to adulthood. So I, I didn't really get a sense of like, what were they going to ultimately do with this information, of which I was only a small part, right? I knew it was a much bigger program than the hour or so that I would spend with them each semester. And so it's just really cool to hear how you took 
uh, the support that was offered to you, but you know, that, that doesn't guarantee anything, right? It's what you do with it. Um, and so we're going to get into your story now just to, to learn more about what you did with it. Um, before we do that, uh, I, I want to be able to kind of paint the picture as to how you got into contact with green path. And that yes, actually sir. starts with the, with the work that you do. So is there anything, uh, Khalil, if you could share a little bit about, um, who you work for and what their mission is. Definitely. So I'm proud to say this will be my third year as a flyer coordinator for my city rides. My administrative position entails me helping people through the application process to a nonprofit program. Uh, we hope and our mission is to provide access to feasible transportation in the form of a motorized interstate and street legal scooter, which can get up to 70 miles per hour and help you handle the roads. And we have an application process. We don't do credit checks. We just ask you be 18 or older, have a license or state ID, have some proof of income, whether it's Social Security or war letter that you get from SSI, self-employed, two years of tax returns from the past. And if you work hourly or salary, pay stubs. And we help you along the application process to finance one of our scooters at about 100 bucks a month. I was myself a client before I became a coordinator here in my city rides. I've taken my time back to college. It was my junior year. And my, despite me being a resident advisor for the University of Memphis, my pocketbooks were hurting because I love Memphis and I love my campus, but all the cool stuff, all the externships, internships were off campus. And myself and Matta, we had a good relationship, but when my friends wanted to go out and let's go meet up here after matter runs. I'm not the most athletic guy. So me running to an event, running back wasn't going to work. But uh, luckily for me, my teacher, Miss Bear, was talking about the impact of health and equity. And she introduced my current boss and the Knicks of my city rides as a way in Memphis organization is bringing equity to health with transportation came in like my fawns on one of our scooters and I was spinning then. It was me uh, talking back to uh, your work with Trio and how you can talk to people and it's up to them to take the knowledge and act. It was myself and a group of my 30 of my peers and I could tell nobody was really focused and I just took a shot. I answered all Andy's questions. I was enthusiastic. I applied immediately to the point uh, my former supervisor can tell you when I applied on Tuesday, I called every day until I finally got into a class for training uh, two weeks later because I was really ready to find ways to help myself get better, get access to transportation. And that led me to them. I went through the process, got my scooter, uh, helped me get internships to help me graduate. And then I was working as a health admin uh, assistant uh, around after I graduated in August of 19. The big C happened. They said, we love you, but you haven't been here long enough. I was laid off. And now the beginning of 2020, I had no job. Unemployment was still like the Hunger Games. If you get picked, awesome. If you didn't, you suffered. Uh, my city rides came to me. They just kind of loved how throughout my time with them from July of 18 to March of 2020, they didn't have the need to somebody to promote 
market, I was always there. They hired me on, and I've been benefited ever since. But My City Rides is a great and has helped me from my no exposure, helped me better myself communication-wise, and I'm thankful for it. And it's gotten me here to talk with you, Chris, about how it and the future partnership with Green Path allows me to help people like myself benefit from Green Path. Yeah, and let's let's talk about that a little bit. What what does that partnership look like? How how do you help people that are working with My City Rides um, connect them to Green Path, and what's Green Path's role in helping them? Definitely. So uh, with us, the My City Rides, uh, we try to help people who can't afford to get a car or truck or simply want an alternative. And that can lead to not having being eligible for financing. So last year, we partnered with Southern Security Federal Credit Union, a partner of Green Path. And they understood that some of our clientele might not qualify for Southern Security and their financial requirements. So Green Path was a great choice. I was able to work with Representative uh, Christine. We worked together and built a framework of if someone applies to us, they're not eligible finance-wise. I could then explain Green Path that made sense, connect them to Christine, and she could work with them to set up a debt plan. And that debt plan could then be reflected back to Southern Security as, okay, they're doing some work. Now they can be eligible for my city rides. And it was a healthy cycle that allowed them access to green path and ways they can better themselves debt-wise. So people who might have had student loans or like myself took out credit cards young, they could do the debt plan, get caught up, get access to my city rides through Southern Security, and also help them in life better themselves and get better, take a debt off them and in, in future. Now they have a scooter with my city rides, they have a relationship relationship with Green Path. So if they need help in the future, for example, student loans or other kind of help, they have the relationship. And even with Southern Security, they need another loan for a car, a truck, or home. Now we've allowed them exposure to other ways to help versus not having it. That's wonderful. And I I, I know from hearing you talk about this uh, with one of my colleagues that when you initially were told about Green Path, that like many people that wasn't familiar with the organization, that you were skeptical about it. I was wondering if you could just kind of walk me through your initial impressions and, and how that evolved over time. Definitely. So hearing about Green Path and just being a nonprofit, nonprofits in general, my history with my credit card debt says to funds or get help and having my experience and getting kind of jaded because I had the money, I used it unknowingly. Now I had debt and impacted my capability to get a car on my own, get a truck while in college and seeing friends who can do it. So all I have to say is that it seemed too good to be true. And growing up, whenever somebody offers a helping hand, that can be as an adult. So luckily for me, I was able first by the time I met Green Path, which was last year, I had three years with my own nonprofit and I had exposure to nonprofits. They definitely can be helpful if you give them a shot, you trust them. And people who I talk to every day who hear about, so you say 100 bucks a month, I get access to a scooter. They're going to train me, pay for everything. That's too good to be true. I was lucky in myself that I got exposure to my nonprofit and built that confidence. 
then knowing Southern Security was a partner and meaning Green Path, I had more confidence in Green Path. And it helped me my last year working with clients who needed Green Path to say, I write there with you. It sounds too good to be true. This organization will help me consolidate my debt, help me get out of debt. And they don't want nothing back but a small fee. And I was able to tell them my story and it felt more comfortable and they put trust in me and my trusted Green Path. So overall, I had my misgivings. I was felt it was too good to be true. But through my own exposure to nonprofit work and the work I had with Christina Greenpath, I felt confident and I was happy to advocate for Greenpath for the clients through us who came to Greenpath. It's wonderful. And like, what was what was that uh, initial conversation with Greenpath for your own situation back when you were talking about your debt and your your financial goals? Tell me about that um, experience. Definitely, Chris. So for me, my first exposure to Green Path, uh, Christine came in to us through Zoom uh, by way of Southern Security. And just like my exposure with Andy back in college, I got spinned by the idea of I know I'm in debt. I know I haven't done my best to find options. This is a godsend of an option. I'm going to try myself. So after our conversation with Green Path initially, I called as a client myself did mention my city rides and was met by really great representatives who were patient, knowledgeable, and who broke it down into layman terms how Green Path could help me help consolidate my debt that led to me being able to go through Southern Security Credit Union as a client and get my first adult purchase, uh, the truck, an expedition I'm currently uh, thankful to have. And now I have a relationship the past six months. I'm able to apply for a credit card, a legit way, know how to use it wiser, and I'm more financially strong. So I'm just really thankful because that first exposure, uh, it led me to take a chance. The representative I called as a client was knowledgeable, patient, really great, and I felt comfortable. And since this process started back in January, I have nothing but high regards for green path and it's helped it's done to me yeah so it it helped you deal with those credit cards that you had taken out that were just kind of the debt was sitting there um yes, and it, and it sounds like it puts you in a position to then go back to your credit union take out a loan buy a truck which i know this this podcast is of course over audio but i can see you in this interview and i see you're in that truck right now as you talk to me which is really cool definitely so, so how's your life been impacted since you were able to make that purchase? Definitely. So for me, uh, before I had access to this truck through way of Green Path helping me get a loan with the credit union, I was thankful to have the scooter with my city rides and be able to go. But just like anybody I encourage, it's good to have a plan B. I love my scooter, but I also know I've ridden it the past five years. I'm up to 7,000 miles. If I try to run seven miles, I need a break. I need water, I need help. So I've been thankful in that with Green Path, I now can have my scooter rest in the week, ride on the weekends and drive my truck, or vice versa, ride my truck on the weekends and have my scooter going to work and back. It gave me more flexibility, more ownership, more independence, and Green Path has helped me with that better transportation reliability. 
Yeah. And what has that transportation reliability opened up for you in terms of either your career or even your personal life? Definitely. So my personal life has allowed me to have access to go and see more people, visit more places. It's allowed me to further my want to become a better uh, person, a linguist. So I've been pursuing learning Spanish, different languages. Now with my access to more and reliable transportation, I'm able to visit our communities in Memphis who are more Hispanic focused, more Asian speaking focused like Mandarin or other dialects like that. It's been great for me there. It's allowed me more chances to travel out of the city to take more vacations, which I know in our states, it's kind of hard to take a vacation, kind of hard to find time versus overseas. So now with this reliability of transportation, I could take a day trip. I could go from here to St. Louis. I've been to Little Rock. I've been to Branson, Missouri. I've been able to be more independent in myself and taking these day trips, seeing different places, better my mental health because I'm able to see where my hard work is going. I can go where I want now because I have more transportation. And as, as a work-wise, it's allowed me to be a better worker because I'm able to relax more, able to have more places to go out. Mental health is better. and I'm a better worker. I've been able to help more people. I'm just thankful to Green Path for giving me that chance for more financial reliability. That's really cool to hear of just, it's it goes beyond the money. Obviously, the it starts with your money, but how that just um, spills out into so many other areas of your life. Um, just curious, just from a practical standpoint. So I imagine throughout this whole process that your credit score has improved. Could you tell me more about kind of how that's played out and, and what specific steps you might have taken that have improved your credit score? Definitely, Chris. So uh, like we talked about before, I was not the most knowledgeable. My road to ignorance to now was a long one. But um, I could probably say before Green Path and this year, my better financial knowledge, my credit score was below 500, I believe 424. Able to work with Green Path to consolidate and have a better plan on my debt. I was able to jump from the low 500s to 734 with Experian and high 680s with the other two credit bureaus. And that's allowed me the opportunity now to, my mother needed help uh, getting operation. And with her being under chapter 13, it was kind of hard for us last year to find funding. But because of Green Path and Southern Security and my better credit profile, I was eligible to go to some loan officers and ask for money. And we will have options. And it was really heartwarming to see that my mother, growing up, single mother, she was told no a lot. But I was able to at least open the door to more options for her. And now we're working to get her a loan that makes sense. I couldn't have done that before. So my credit profile has definitely increased. It's allowed me opportunities, more doors. Right now, I'm shopping around for my first adult credit card. And I'm trying to see what I can get. I pay small amounts on, but with Experian and my work with Green Path, it's really heartwarming. Every week I get an email from Experian, hey, your credit score is so amazing. You have options for these five credit cards. And it's like this time last year, I was told, hey, you owe us some money. You got to pay and credit's horrible. So it's been a great journey and I just feel more confident 
as an adult. It's a great path. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. And you know, it's it's still a transition period, as you describe, right? You're you're looking at still paying down your debt. You're early on in your journey, uh, paying down your debt through Green Path. You're looking at uh, uh, taking on your first credit card. What would you say that you're uncertain about when it comes to money? So for me, it's still, uh, I feel ignorant to the point that every as I'm researching more on how to better my credit, how to be more financially responsible, and for the future, how to best save and the impact of life insurance and uh, our RA and stuff like that. I find myself understanding that I have a lot, truly a lot more to learn. So that fear of the unknown is the biggest obstacle right now. But it's been helpful to know Green Path has been there. I've reached out here and there preliminary to ask, how can you help me? And they've given me some good study tips, good ways to go. They've introduced me to Southern Security and how I could try with them to see what I could do. So that's led me to my credit card search. Uh, the Roth RRA offered through the credit union how it could help me. And just with Green Path, access to people who know what they're doing. Uh, like Chris, you mentioned yourself, counselors who are helping me realize that taking small steps is important. And I shouldn't feel too scared because uh, compared to before, I'm open and I have more experience and I have people around me who support me uh, better than before. Wonderful. And um, for, for your for your debt uh, repayment plan, what has that been like since you started it? Like, have there been any challenges along the way so far or what, what's been your experience? So for me, the first few months, it was a challenge because of how easy it was. Uh, the money would come out. I wouldn't even notice it. And I, through the app with Green Path, it was always good because I have no notifications on. So every few weeks, I would get these milestones that was like, okay, you're doing great. And the recent one was like, you have paid consistently for four months, and you've already halfway down your debt. And had a little tear come out because it's been great and just the path because I've been able to see how my efforts in real time are benefiting me and other obstacles have been just like in life. I had a family emergency a few months ago and it threw off my budget and my plan. I had to go green path and ask what are my options if I can't pay the amount set uh, this month because I just have to other responsibilities and I, I was fearful because I know they were helping me out. And just like when anybody provides you help, it's kind of uh, deep in your gut. You don't want to disappoint them. But the representative was nice, understanding. They helped me by waiving some fees that really came helpful and allowed me to keep my continuity with Green Path. So I have had some struggles in my own personal wise, but when I needed help, Green Path was there. It's wonderful. Yeah. And. You know, I think it, it's it's good to to kind of lift up um, just for the rest of our listeners how each person, if they happen to go on a debt management program as you are, has a unique situation. And so I know with your situation, you had a handful of these collection accounts. Do you remember offhand how much the debt was that you owed, um, give or take, when you first started? Yes, sir. So when I first started, it was around 10000 was just accumulation of credit cards that I had and the interest that, funny enough, never ends, but around 10000 Yeah, 
Yeah. So it's it's great to hear all the progress that you've made so far. So I can imagine uh, the beginning of the answer to this next question, which is what are some of your financial goals in the coming months and, and years, which is going to be to continue to address that debt. Um, but what else? What what are other goals? You, you mentioned getting a, a credit card and, and establish that. What are some other financial goals that you have? Definitely. So uh, thank credit to a great path counselor who kind of introduced this to me. And it was just emboldened when I learned in college. So my six month year and five year plan, my hope and plan uh, the next six months is to apply and get approved for a credit card that can help me build my history. Because as I'm working with Green Path, I realized that my longest line of credit is my student loans. But with Green Path and the plan, I hope to have them paid off by uh, the next few years. So that will take away my history. And as I'm getting more financially literate, I know now that history is so important with credit. And once I pay off my loans, I will have it. So a credit card is the main first step to build a line of history so I can have it as soon as possible. Then my next goal is to work more with Green Path as a counselor and just see how I can best plan for my future. Uh, find out what is some ways I can do for retirement. Uh, what is the Roth IRA and what are high yield savings accounts and how can I best use them? My next year plan is to hopefully have at least six months of positive credit history through my credit card. Have a plan to get a second credit card that I can use for either trips or groceries so I can have it and use it well and have more options open for myself, more utilizations of credit. Also, the plan is to work with Green Path and see how can I best save for a home so I can buy my first home because I currently live with my mom. Because uh, COVID was horrible and I had to find some way to survive. And my next five year plan is to uh, plan to move to Texas, be born with my family, how to best financially be responsible down there, find ways how I can keep my credit union relationship alive, repath alive and bring it down to Texas with me and then plan for master school and see how I can best with help from my counselors at Green Path budget internally. So if I get loans, I have a smart way to pay them off. That's inspiring because you, you, you've really thought about not just the near future, but you're you're projecting further and further out. And instead of just throwing out a bunch of goals that you have, it, it really sounds like you've given a lot of thought as to how you might get there and or recognizing gaps that you have and thus who you might talk to, not just Green Path, but you know other resources that, that will mm hopefully help you achieve that. So that's that's really exciting to hear. And one of the things we, we like to do on the podcast is to have our guests come back uh, eventually. So with all your goals that you have, uh, that might be cool uh, to do that one day. Um, so what inspired you to share your story with others? Definitely. So for me, uh, going back into our previous in the conversation, where I mentioned that in college, when Andy came with My City Rides, it was, who are you? This seems too good to be true, but I took a chance. And then even further in that relationship, introducing to Credit Union, Southern Security, and Green Path, and the help they offered seemed too good to be true. The power of trusting in people and having my own personal anecdote to give to people and to build that trust has been important. 
And I've been able to prosper as an adult through help, the Green Path, not singularly, but it's been a great partner along the way. And if my story and sharing it could help one person be more open to, I'm going to give them a chance. I don't know who this club guy is, but his story sounds similar to mine and it seemed somewhat honest. I'm going to give him a shot. Worst case, I'll leave a bad comment on the YouTube page for the podcast. So for me, it's if I could share my story and help one person better themselves, like myself, might never even the person that might ever meet me, but sharing my story can help one person. That's why I'm here. Again, very inspirational to hear that. And you know, it's it's not an easy thing to talk about. I know money is often a taboo subject in our culture. What are your thoughts of of that? That that money's hard to talk about. Definitely for me, I know money can be hard. Uh, going back to my previous story, uh, as a kid, I had no concept of money was. I just knew that I had access to a roof over my head, food to eat. I had games and toys. And as I got older, it was definitely um, out of growth in realizing that my mother was there fighting for me. And she had to maneuver money in ways that might have been hard with no support as she was, and then going off my own at college and realizing I'm on my own for the first time. I'm a resident advisor, so I have my home paid for and everything is set. But I also have the power to eat what I want, get up when I want, do what I want. I'm an officially an adult. So I respect that money can be taboo because as you grow and as you mature, you realize money can be the key to open up a lot of doors, a lot of opportunities, a lot of fun. And in my generation with social media, the exposure of people to content creators and other people living a life that they think they want, not realizing that the people making the content has the power to edit. So they're going to edit what's the best and never show the worst. So I know money can be a taboo because it's because it is a key that can open doors. It can also be a lock that can close doors. And that frustrating can be for a young adult growing up, not being able to do what your friends do. It can be a great taboo. So for me right now, on my road of ignorance to more knowledge is trying to respect that money can be a good tool if you use it that way, or it could be a detriment. If you don't realize you have to put in time and learn how to make it better yourself. Mm. So with with that in mind, what what advice would you give uh, or have for your younger self? Definitely for me, if I could go back in time or even have a short five minute conversation with my younger self, I would definitely first mention, give yourself some grace. Realize that whatever you think is the end of the world at this time, you didn't talk to the girl right, you had a bad conversation, you did something stupid in front of people. To give yourself grace and knowing that tomorrow is not promised, but when it comes, it's a blessing and you have a chance to do something better. Take every day as a blessing as it comes. Don't put too much pressure on yourself to be what you think others want you to be, but just find out who you are, a journey that never ends. Learn to love who you are and always be open to help in any way it comes, any way it's blessed to you. And just be open-minded to people, opportunities, and what's out there for you. Yeah, and and it's funny, you know, even though you 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 really focus there on life advice, 
uh, everything that you just said is relevant to money in in many ways. Being open-minded mm -hmm. is huge when it comes to money because there are resources out there, uh, but you, you have to be open to them as a starting point, at least. Doesn't guarantee anything, of course. Um, I'll leave you with one final question. And so aside from calling GreenPath, because I know that's mm. how, how you would probably answer this question, what advice would you have for someone who is experiencing financial stress? So for anyone out there who might hear this podcast or able to get the word of my talk with Chris, when it comes to needing some kind of help out there financially, I ask you to first give yourself grace and knowing that it can be hard. It can seem hard and living paycheck to paycheck. If you are not be able to get any kind of food, go with friends can be hard, but help will come. Help will come in ways you might have ever imagined. It might be a conversation. It might be a random TikTok, sort of social media post. It might be a random radio ad. If help comes to you and it seems too good to be true, I just ask personally. I know you might. I know me from a stick in the mud, but just be open-minded to let me take a chance. Let me call this number. Let me do this post. Let me sign up. Worst comes to happen, you block a number. You cancel subscription. You don't talk to somebody, but if help comes and however it comes, I just ask you give it opportunity and be open-minded because just like myself and not much the green path, but taking a chance, I bettered myself from it. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, thank you, Khalil, uh, for sharing your story, um, your journey, how you got there, what you're working on today. And so excitedly, just all the goals that you're going to be working on in the near future. Can't wait to see how some of that plays out. And I'm greatly appreciative uh, for you joining us here today. Definitely. Thank you, Chris, for your time and being a great host and being a great guide because my nerves have been nerving, even though I've been not really focused because driving up here. But it was great to get that positive feedback that you were actually listening. And just thank you for being a great host. So I'm joined by my co-host, uh, Omari and Shamika. Thanks as always for joining. And as we've just listened to Khalil's story, uh, one of the things that really struck us is how relatable his circumstances are and just how he's how he's dealt with them. Um, in your case, Omari, I know that uh, one of the, the themes that really struck a chord with you is just his evolving relationship with credit cards. I was wondering if you could speak to that. Sure. Um, I really appreciated this interview because of how relatable it was. I would definitely say that probably the most common or one of the most common paths towards getting indebted as a young person is this path um, of navigating credit cards without context starting at college. That's certainly something um, that we've heard a lot from clients. Um, I had a similar experience and it really just goes to show, you know, we always talk about how you're not alone at Green Path and how, you know, there are other folks that have had similar experiences and we can navigate out of it together. I think that this interview really, really showcases how relatable some of these some of these struggles can be, especially for new and young um, people getting into the financial world. Absolutely. And one of the things that I really 
was impressed by is despite his negative early experience with credit cards, he had this desire to to learn the things that would help him not only address those credit cards, but just as importantly, um, just be able to handle his finances and p- potentially credit cards in the future. And the combination of that desire and his circumstance being in a college program that offered some great education really helped him get to the next level with that. And then eventually, um, and as he, he articulated this when he was talking about some of his future goals, he'd like to go back in the credit card market, get a new credit card, which is really admirable when you think of someone who had such a negative experience, not immediately just throwing up their hands and saying, that's it, I'm, I'm never going to have another credit card again, because he recognized and he's learned that there are some benefits to them. It's just a matter of how you handle it. It doesn't mean that you're destined to be in debt. Um, he, you know, he could, of course, use those cards in such a way that continues to build his credit gives him some flexibility without necessarily taking on debt. So it's really um, uh, heartening to to see that. Um, I know another aspect of his story, of course, was just as he was improving his finances, his credit score, it really opened up a lot of doors for him. And I know, uh, Shamika, that was something that uh, you had some things to say about. Yeah, absolutely. It was really inspiring to hear him talk about all of the things that he was able to accomplish after consulting with GreenPath and being able to get his um, credit where he wants to be, such as like he was able to help his mom when she needed medical attention, which I'm sure is was a huge thing for him and his family, learning new languages, being able to take various day trips, um, especially when he talked about his mental health improving. Um, that's something that just we at GreenPath don't necessarily think about how that spirals into someone's life, just something as simple as their debt management program, which in turn alleviates their mental health a little bit, and they're able to accomplish many different goals, such as learning new languages. So it's inspiring to see that kind of spiral. Yeah. And and what's cool is sort of that ripple effect is he's actually in this unique position working for the nonprofit that he does, that he's able to connect other people to the very same types of programs, whether it's to Green Path, whether it's to the credit union, to have that same effect on his life as well. So um, all in all, uh, just so, so excited just to hear how he's approached things. And and I can't wait to talk to him in a few years because uh, I know he's, he's going amazing places. So uh, thank you, Amari. Thank you, Shamika, as always, for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that's it for today's episode. Special thanks to Hero, whose music will play us out. I hope each of you enjoy your journey of financial wellness as much as your destination. Welcome back, Hero.